do they show Disney Plus at movie theaters? Because I feel like that's going to be kind of counterproductive. Like, Rich is going to go there and it would be kind of funny. See him and be like, "Oh, Sonny, would you like to watch a movie?" And he'll <laughs> Maybe be like, he'll... Well, "No, I'd like to watch Disney Plus." Yeah, but he'll find the love <laughs> of his life, and the love of his wife will is, provide Sonny. him. Yeah. And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, the pop culture podcast featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I'm Patrick. Hey, and I'm Alan. And you know what people say about this podcast more than anything else? That we have 2020 vision for what's on the cutting edge. They say that people want to be just like us. People want that to be really just well like us. What we were talking about was was Vision Wanda, but we're, well, we're I was doing it on the I was doing it on the cuff, but it you know I think people can cuff. put them I think people can put them together. Yes, that we're Vision doing Wanda Vision. Well, it's a puzzle. You can't make a puzzle too easy to solve. You're just upset that I came up with the Wanda pun. Is it a pun? Oh, you no, just put I, the I was going to do something with, uh, I, you know, I bet people are wandering what we're going to talk about. That's not a pun. Well, it's it's just wordplay. Sure yeah. Huh. What, what is a pun but wordplay? I, I don't have an answer for those questions. Yeah, see, there you go. That's a, yep. big, okay, I won that conversation. Congratulations, yeah, you've sim- beaten me in the game of wits. Big Sim Jim says it was a pun too. But stop with I'm chat. just looking at the the Discord channel. Wow. Hey, so we're talking about we're talking about WandaVision today, and Rich is here too. Yes, we are. I am. Yes. Yes. Rich, who and he's literally not just about... a product of he's not just a product of the twisted reality that we have created. You don't know that. No. No. Well, that's a fair point. But I think I, I have high hopes for the show, given that Rich didn't understand what the title meant until about three minutes ago. I mean, mm-hmm. in my defense, I knew what it, I, I had an incorrect meaning of what it meant. I wasn't just WandaVision. What, what does that even mean? Can we can we do a quick detour into to Rich's brain? Like, what, what, did, what did you think it meant? Like, her view of the world. Ah. Well, it does sort of mean that. I mean, it is her vision of a perfect world. And, and that was the thing. So. I, obviously, Tonight. if you think about it, oh, she's with Vision, Wanda, Vision makes more sense. I just stopped thinking at the part of like, oh, it's her view of the world, and then just stopped trying to connect anything else to the dots. Yes, yes. Always better just to stop thinking, Rich. <laughs> I honestly try not to even start. Well, well done, sir. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not <laughs> going to touch that one. That was, that was Thank pretty... you. So, uh, yeah, so where would you like to start, Alan, talking about WandaVision? Well, I would assume that somebody has brought fun facts. I have brought fun facts. But just a very a very small smattering of fun facts. So they're kind of like fun factoids. Fun size facts. Yeah, factlets. They're factlets. Factlets. <laughs> factlets. <laughs> Yes. Factlets. Little facts. Yes. <laughs> Yell that louder. I'm sure that'll make it better. Factlets. Yes. Factlets. So, uh, would you like yes. would you like to guess nope. what the overall Rotten Tomato average for the episode is or for the series is? For the critics or the viewers? I've got both, so take your pick. Let's go with critics. I, I'm gonna gain ninety one eighty one. 
Oh, critic uh, audience. Uh, yeah, critics you know, in the audience. It's not, it's not fun when you actually go and look it up. Well, I was there and I brought numbers today, but my numbers were num- were You're 91 not and 81. You're to bring the numbers. I bring the numbers disguised as fun facts. Oh, that's right. I see. I thought you were doing fun factlets. How and I weren't dare sure the factlets you prepare were numbers. Yeah. So my question to you, Patrick, surprised by those numbers? Uh, not especially. Um, I think the, the, the audience number, I think is just pulled down by, by some of the, there, there, there's some people that were upset over the uh, finale or aspects of the finale. I heard Uh, there's a lot of people complaining about, but those are, those are good numbers. They're pretty good numbers. It, you know, Hope said that, Hope said that several of her generation were very upset at the beginning of the show that they didn't want to watch just a stupid sitcom. And so yes, I, think that, I think that's part of it too. There might, there may have been some idiocy at the front end of the thing that drew mm-hmm. the number down to. Yeah. Though on Rotten Tomatoes, the first two episodes are currently rated at a hundred percent. So that does not surprise me. And again, yeah. is that critics and audience? Or is that just like, uh, uh, you know, I didn't look to see, I think that's just overall. I mean, that's Rich. still pretty. I mean, that's Rich. overall that's impressive. Which is which is which overall is critics. So I don't know if that's got the audience ah. view in it. But but the, no, I think that I can, no no no. I think that's, that's 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 everyone. These are factlets, and we can't expect Patrick to have actually done the research to know what they mean, Rich. That's right. Okay. And to do that would take away from the fun part of the fun facts. I looked it right, up, which is which critics. Is... Yeah. Well, there you go. So apparently the research could have been done by a monkey at a typewriter in 30 seconds. No offense, Rich. <laughs> no offense. I just called you a monkey at a typewriter. <laughs> oh, I just said you're key. no faster than a monkey at a typewriter. So, you know, yeah, there's some... Yeah, you're, 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 you're sub-typewriter monkey. <laughs> it's an insult no, to the monkey to compare us. <laughs> Somebody's going to the monkey right now being like... Not me. You feel better with the monkey. (laughs) No, somebody's going to the monkey right now being like, dude, you got to pick it up. Rich is keeping up. (laughs) What? Oh, man. No, no, no. no, no. Someone's just pointing out to the monkey that he's just barely ahead of Rich. Oh, man. My ass is so fired. (laughs) I've got another another fun fact question for you, Alan. Oh, boy. Questions. Yeah. How many times... Did an episode of WandaVision result in the Disney Plus servers crashing? <laughs> well, you know, we never watched it right away. We were watching it about 20 hours maybe after it released. I don't think it crashed that often. I didn't see anything about it. I'm going to say zero. You are incorrect. I'm going to say four. See, I you thought you were going for... incorrect. Wait, actually, I thought you were going for a contrast with Luke Cage. I'm going to say nine, what? actually, then. I'm going to say 28. No, it was, it was, okay, there's only nine episodes. There was three episodes. Oh, I crashed was... on three episodes. Oh, five, I thought it could. Nine. Wait, couldn't five, it crash seven, more nine. than once on a certain episode? It could, but I mean, in terms of like the number, when when like when it debuted on the Friday, like when when was it? When did it crash on Friday? Oh, well, had perhaps had you asked a more precise question, I could have given you a more precise answer. No, I would think you would learn that I do not ask precise questions from the last quiz or the the second to last quiz in which my questions were inconsistent and contradictory. Can I say I'm already 30 questions deep into the Riverdale quiz and it is going to be spectacular. No, God. It's going to be really good. 
Oh, you guys won't believe what's happening on Riverdale right now. Wait, is that still going that. on? It is. That's well, the first the part season, that should surprise it? you. Final season? How many it's seasons the, are there? This is... It's like season well, five. Yeah, wow, but they... they we're not talking season. about Riverdale. Today. I know, I'm We're sorry. talking about WandaVision. I'm just shocked they wouldn't... It's actually, though... Just point of fact real quick. Point of fact. They finished season four this season and then started season five. Oh, okay. But season five is the last season, I believe. I don't know. They treat seasons much like you do. Very arbitrarily. How do I treat seasons arbitrarily? I don't know. You're always trying to declare a new season for the podcast. Oh, that's true. Speaking of which, we're... we're, we're well, I guess 16. we're in the middle of season... Are we in season four? Season four has been very truncated. I kind of like how you asking yeah, us four. like we would have the answers. We've got to get better at this. So next week we'll do another one, even if we have to do the Riverdale. I could do a Riverdale quiz every week. Like, that's how rich that show is. I don't think... But well, well, Alan, we've got a lot coming up, though. What's that? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier starts on the 19th, but there's something even bigger before that. Oh, the conclusion to Dungeons & Dragons. No. No. Yeah, I mean, that's on Bobby. No. I you knew know that what's was coming wrong. on March 18th? March as soon 18th. As I started to say it. March 18th, uh, St. Patrick's Easter. Day. No, that would Ooh, be the le- 17th. Leprechaun 4. No, no. But probably something as good as Leprechaun 4. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know. What is it, Patrick? It's the Snyder Cut. Oh. Oh, but I, I don't have access to the Snyder Cut. Where is it going? Well, you should probably figure out how to get access. Maybe somebody could share going? a password. We can't not do the Snyder Cut, but we no, should talk true. about WandaVision. Should we just watch your the Snyder password. Cut live? Patrick, your password is... I'm not telling you my password. No, no. Damn it. We'll just have Patrick stream it to us, and we'll all do a commentary on it live. Oh, we should do a live. You realize it's four hours, right? That's what I'm saying. It would be a terrible episode, but it would be so much fun to just sit there for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, kind of like Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Or kind of like getting the WandaVision episode started, which doesn't really yes. seem to be getting much traction. Yeah, we should get going on the WandaVision episode. We should, I've got yes. some lasagna cooking, so. So, do you have a place where you'd like to start, Patrick, beyond your factlets? I do have a place where I would like to start. Well, I think it would make sense to talk about what were sort of our expectations going in to WandaVision given that it is the first of the Disney Plus uh, MCU shows to debut? Yes. Well, you know, you should have given me that homework ahead of time because I didn't even think about how I thought about it heading into it. That's okay because I've thought about it a lot. Oh, so it's a question for yourself. Oh, like the Christmas yeah, episode. Much. You've written the episode, so you do all the talking. Yeah, go ahead. What, how, what were your expectations, Patrick? My expectations were mixed. Okay. Because number one, WandaVision was not originally supposed to be the first MCU Disney Plus series. That was supposed to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, which mm-hmm. which I think was was delayed um, in production. So and, and, and you know, WandaVision's kind of quirky. But also, just the more I think about it, and I can't remember if we talked about this before. The more I think about it, the more I'm kind of concerned that Endgame sort of broke the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hmm. How in so, that, sir? You know, well, just because I'm not sure where you go after Endgame, considering, considering like just how much that kind of 
messed with the timeline. I mean, to be quite honest, it's 2023 still in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we're not even there yet. Well, um, I mean, that's even true, just but... the idea of carrying on with the Marvel Universe after such a a a sort of devastating event as as the you know the blip, um, and then you know Thanos' second attack. Like it's just it, I don't know. I just I for some reason I think in terms of of the narrative of the MCU, I, I'm just not. I, I had concerns like coming out of Endgame that that Endgame had kind of broken the narrative in a way that I was not entirely sure was recoverable from. Well, I would say on the first point, COVID is kind of pushing us back to 2023 anyway. So it's almost like... Yeah, I mean, that, that, it does coming. kind of work out that way. Yeah, We're going to catch up to 2023 much faster than originally anticipated. As to the other point you raise, I, I see what you're saying, but it seems to me that the Marvel Universe was reaching its breaking point anyway, just because the, the leads were aging out. And so, in many ways, I think Endgame is doing what Marvel probably felt like had to be done, which is to try to create a pathway to another set of stories to tell. And in that way, it feels to me like WandaVision is clearly leaning into Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange, Mm -hmm. by all accounts, is clearly leaning into the multiverse, which means, in many ways it's going to become like the CW flash and I'm going to hate it because it's going to be all these alternate timelines that I can't keep track of. But doesn't that seem to be where they're headed? It's hard to say. Um, I want to go back to your other point too, is another of my concerns was that, you know, Wanda and vision were not exactly central characters in the previous MCU narrative and, and hadn't had a lot done with them. So hanging an entire series on them seemed a little bit, um, questionable as well as, as for the, the the multiverse stuff i'm a little bit concerned that you know they've basically between um spider-man far from home which sort of played on the multiverse and it basically ended up being um a giant troll because mysterio was not actually from the multiverse right. and wandavision kind of of uh, played up ideas of the multiverse and then ended up being even more of a troll um right. I'm not entirely sure we're getting the multiverse just because they keep suggesting it, but then, right. you know, it kind of yeah. gets revealed as a, a giant uh, fake out. So, But it, it feels like they're setting you up for the multiverse actually coming because now you think it's a fake out. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. They've got you zigging when you should be zagging. Yeah. So, See, yeah, I, so, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm trying not to, you know, after WandaVision, I think I'm done trying to anticipate. Yeah. Uh, uh, where they're going because because it's yeah. it's clearly not what we expect so you'll never attempt so, to forecast another movie or show <laughs> ever no, that's, again. Probably, that's that's probably not true i probably will <laughs> um but i'm glad to see that i have i have more perspective than some of the other wandavision viewers that seem to be very upset <laughs> yeah that the series did not end up fulfilling their speculations oh what was i just was reading so failed to deliver the one division failed to deliver things that were never promised to me. Yes, I read that article. It's a fantastic article because it's completely yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. It's, it's basically written well, by a guy as if he was a fanboy that was angry. Because that was one that uh, I read about after Nine dropped all the, the- all the theories that didn't happen. Yeah. But back to your point, Patrick. I actually had pretty high anticipation for WandaVision because they're not central characters. 
And I just feel like the central characters get so much attention that I was excited to see. And obviously the, the Wanda and Vision in the comics and the suburbs stuff was really fun and interesting. And so I was hoping that it would capture that kind of spirit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I had similar hopes. I was just, you know, in terms of... I mean, one of the... And, and you know, I'm sure we'll get into this. And, and one of the things that really... Um, that I really liked about WandaVision is both Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, like they sort of demonstrated their acting chops, which they really hadn't had a chance to do prior to this point. No, that's um, fair. That's fair. I thought, I thought, I mean, I, I mean, that's the thing that neither of them had really been given a chance to show what they could do because their roles were, were so limited. Um, and so, you know, that, that, that we had no real sense with either of them of, you know, their characters right. being able to, 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 to not just carry a series, but make it compelling. So it well, was kind of, they, there can, were just a lot of question marks. One can only hope that between sort of Wanda standing up to Thanos way back in the day, and then sort of mm-hmm. where this ends, that she has emerged as a more central and widely recognized powerhouse in the universe. One can hope, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would hope I, it would be awful to see her go back to kind of a, a peripheral role after, right? Which again yep. will be one of the interesting to see. One of the interesting things to see is whether or not you know the roles that she and Bettany played in WandaVision, if that carries over into the movies, or if the movies kind of still remain about the the established people. Well, that that actually raises a point I want to talk about, but I don't like my my notes are kind of out of order. Oh, I have so, no order to my notes. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, like, what are my complaints? I, I, I think that, that you're kind of gesturing towards, like, a big problem that I see is that I feel like Marvel continues to not trust its TV stuff to carry much water mm. for it. So, to me, the, mm. the, the show ultimately had kind of an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. vibe. Where, like, the connections are there, but you can definitely just go watch the Doctor Strange movie and it'll be fine. Whereas, like, vice versa, you can't really do Wanda without watching all the movies. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the question is, is kind of, of, you know, how much of what we see in WandaVision and the other television shows, but, you know, WandaVision right. is the only one we've gotten so far. How much of that is actually going to show up in the movie, because I mean, you're right. I mean, if you're I, if you are someone, I mean, particularly even that, that not everyone that sees the movies necessarily has Disney Plus and sees the series. So how much can they okay. hang in, say, well, Doctor Strange two on WandaVision, or is is WandaVision okay. going to kind of remain in its own little its own little pocket? But so if they do that, then the, the the setting up Doctor Strange is not really functionally setting up Doctor Strange. And it just feels like, it feels to me like a 70s crossover where you'd be like, oh, look, Spider-Man's in the Incredible Hulk's book, but it didn't matter to either book. Yeah. That, like, that the that the crossover was so contained, you know? So we get, you know, mm-hmm. the name Scarlet Witch, I guess. We get some sense of, some sense of her extended, or, you know, uh, her expanded power potential. But, like, mm-hmm. it just feels like a lot of this is being left for later if that makes sense you mean, I, terms, I you mean in terms of of like a possible one division season two 
just well, the films? Uh, no, of how it's going to matter or, in the or... cinematic universe. Oh, okay. You know, it's like, I look, I love, you know, Jimmy and Darcy as much as anybody, but they kind of become these Easter eggy kind of, you know, shiny little things to look at because, you know, they're never going to matter anywhere else is my fear. Yeah. Well, and, and, well, I mean, you know, I'm assuming Jimmy's going to show up in Ant-Man uh, right. 3 and Darcy and Darcy is definitely in the next Thor movie. But again, it's a question of, of what, if anything from WandaVision is, go, is going to carry over in terms of their characters right. to there. Because they want us to think this stuff matters enough to subscribe to Disney Plus and watch it. Right. But they don't really trust that we're watching it, and so it doesn't really matter that much. Right. Well, or, or they can't trust that we're watching it and make a movie that depends on it, because then that movie is going to be right. completely impenetrable to people who have not seen WandaVision. And then right. No, I mean, I... Kind of I I appreciate that you're arguing for the capitalists, and I understand just, that they I am, have, I am, that they have created for them. them. I am expressing their position, mm. which is not so necessarily my own. Yes, Patrick, defense attorney for the corporatists, <laughs> which is fine. Like somebody, somebody needs to collect that paycheck. So good for you. I'm yeah. not. Oh, yeah, because I'm getting a big paycheck from Disney Plus, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that I'm still doing this podcast. <laughs> Right. That should be clue one that I'm not getting serious Disney Plus money. Well, I assume that you're continue to do this podcast just as a, a beard. A beard to disguise what? That you're My collecting all this Disney cash. Disney wealth? Yeah, it's your yeah, it, well, you, you serve you know, as, a, as a pro to... Disney influencer, right? Ah. It's like, the, it's like the producers, you know? If you're just doing this small-time podcast, no one ever thinks to check your taxes for all the money you're making on Disney+. Plus. Exactly. Yeah. So, back to WandaVision. Yes. Would it be... Here's, here's a criticism I have, and I know you love all things Lego and Marvel, so if I, if I, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. But would mm-hmm. it be fair to say the following about WandaVision? WandaVision started... Stronger than it ended. Um, I would I would tweak that a little bit. Okay, tweak. I would Not say twerk. Tweak. Uh, one, I think <laughs> one, I, I think Wandavision was at its peak, kind of in the middle. Um, I think it started strong, got stronger. And then the the finale. I, mean, I liked the finale, but I could see where where people had some some issues with it. The la- the last couple of episodes for me just didn't feel quite as riveting as some of the earlier stuff did. Because I thought, oh, I thought really? honestly, oh, see, I I thought the next to last episode is that's one of my two favorite episodes. Was the next to last one? Okay, that one uh, tonally was very different, but was well done. Oh yeah, but to me. Um, the the beginning, it felt like the old days, like before there was an internet and you had like appointment television where you had to watch it when it was on or you wouldn't get to see it. Mm-hmm. And there was something about the, the beginning as it kind of rolled through those sitcoms that just, you know, everybody over here wanted to watch it as soon as it came mm-hmm. out. But I felt like by the last episode, the series got trapped by the trope. Ooh, I like that. It was trope trapped Mm. in that you had to have a big physical showdown with a big bad guy. And I just, to me at that point, it became 
so obviously formulaic. And I mean, Marvel has done a good job of hiding formula, but I felt like WandaVision was ultimately weighed down and I was unsatisfied by the ending for a number of reasons. But one of which was it felt like they were doing what they felt like you had to do at the end of a superhero movie. Well, I can see that. See, I, I found the ending perfectly satisfactory. Um, I had no real, I mean, you know, it could have been longer and they could have fit some more stuff in. Um, not more I, battling I, I though. Found, no, 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 no. I would, I would have okay. liked to have seen more with Darcy. I would have liked to have seen more with Monica. Um, things like that. Yeah. Not, not, um, but yeah, no, I, I, one of the things that I really like about number, number with the, the next to last episode, the, the flashback episode, um, that kind of explained, you know, sort of, yeah. of the origin of everything. Um, number one, I just like those kind of flashbacky expository episodes. But one of the things that's really yeah, interesting is to watch that episode. And then prior to the finale, I rewatched the entire series. And after that episode, the entirety of the first seven episodes changes. Interesting. Um, because, well, for example, like there's the, um, you, re you realize how much going back this the show is basically about Wanda's trauma. Because like in right. the first episode, there's the scene with the hearts where they do the, the funny comedy bit of the traditional Sokovian greeting of putting your hands over one eyes. Uh, the other person's eyes. And we learn in the flashback episode that that's what Wanda's mom did to hide her eyes from, you know, seeing the secret spot where the, the videos were hidden. Right. Um, and so that just plays completely different the second watch, uh, the second time through. And, and that's what's interesting is that the, the whole series, and it's one of the things that I think they did brilliantly is, is that they sort of sucked us in with the kind of, particularly the first two episodes that were very much you know, steeped in kind of the, the replication of, of various sitcoms and not doing a lot with the, the big mystery of the series. Um, but the series has always been about Wanda's trauma and PTSD right. and, and her failure to deal with it. And, and that just becomes even more clear when you watch the episodes again. So that, I mean, that's kind of, that's right. what I found really yes. interesting about well, the series is there's actually two series. There's what you see the first time you watch it, and then there's what you see the second time. Because even there, there's a point where, yeah. um, in the episode where the kids grow up right in front of Agatha, and she makes a comment about, like, oh, kids, you know, you can't control them even, even as much as you want to. And I'm like, well, that plays differently after issue after episode eight, we see you kill your mom. Um, that, well, yes. you know, I, I, the series, I think, pretended, or, or pretended to be one thing but was another thing all along and sort of became that other thing more and more as it went on. Yeah, well, there was a reveal of what it was and the way in which the family was mm -hmm. immersed in American sitcoms. I get all mm -hmm. of that, but that actually pushes me to another criticism I have of the film, or of the series. I was disappointed, mm -hmm. and this is going to sound directly contradictory to what you just said, and I don't think it entirely is, but I was disappointed that Wanda's trauma wasn't the sole focus of the show. To me, the show is a better story from start to finish if we don't have Agnes Agatha showing up at all. And here again, I feel like the series gets trapped by the genre expectations that there has to be that bad guy. But making the show just about Wanda's trauma, I thought would have been even more interesting than what we actually got. 
And I think in many ways what you're talking about, the way in which you watch that the, the episode that flashes back and it resets your understanding of everything that's come before it. Although I think if you're paying attention, you understand that it's Wanda's trauma that's driving things before you get to that episode. Mm-hmm. But that's the episode that kind of clicks everything into place for you. But like, I just, I'm not confident that it wouldn't have been better without Agatha. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I think Agatha's presence is fine up until she gets revealed as, as the big bad at the end of, of episode eight. Cause yeah, the, the, well, that's what I mean. Where, at, yeah. At the end of it. Yeah. At the end of episode eight, when, when Wanda breaks out and, and you see Agatha floating there with the two kids, yeah. um, like the moment I saw that, I was like, "Oh, that's I do I that 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 version of Agatha I was not um, yeah excited by." Like, I was like, "Oh, that looks it no. looks kind of cheesy." Um, yeah, let the me way be, that she was let me be clear there. though. I mean, let me be clear. Like Catherine Hahn is really good in this, and you oh, know, yeah, I is. would I would I would take her Agnes, like the nosy neighbor, all mm-hmm. the time. Like she was she was really really good. Mm-hmm. The problem's not with her it's with what the the writers choose to do with the character at the end i think yeah no i I, I was agreeing with you on that yeah yeah watching watching Mm. wanda work through that trauma in really um catastrophic ways is such a fascinating Mm. story that i feel like some of the superhero flourishes that get thrown onto it really detract from what could have been um art like really meaningful art. Well, and I think part of it too, because I think they they tried to allude to this in the finale, and I think it's one of the things that was maybe a little bit underwritten in the series. Uh huh. Agatha makes a point when she's sort of taunting Wanda about everything that she did, and uh, she says something about like how she had to spend so much time trying to break Wanda out of. Um her delusion. And I think that the, the point that the writers were trying to make, particularly for the first couple of episodes mm-hmm. is that Wanda was as much under her spell as anyone else. And it's only because Agatha came in and started messing with things that that's what eventually led to Wanda breaking out of it and realizing she was in control of things about halfway through. Um, yeah. Cause there, there were, I mean, that, it's one of the things I was like, that might've not been, quite played but, up enough because I really it's basically yeah, Agatha's but, one comment about trying to break her out of it that that's real and and the fact that Wanda but, I think genuinely when she says several times through the series that she doesn't know how she did what she did she yeah. doesn't know how she did what she did um, no no but I think that I think that might that that that's somewhat of of maybe something that maybe they didn't um kind of like with with in the Captain Marvel movie that they were clearly playing on um the way in which Carol Danvers had had her memories, but no emotional connection to the memories in the comics. They kind of played right. with that in some of Brie Larson's characterization, yeah. but it didn't come through as clearly as it could have. But but to me, you don't need Agatha to do that. Like, you need Agatha to do that only because you're thinking about it as a superhero endeavor. You don't need that for Wanda to figure it out. Like, Wanda could ha- could could come to that discovery in so many different ways without like a big throwdown battle at the end. I just feel like, like that was a part that, that disappointed 
me. Yeah, I mean, I understand they, I mean, that, they're, that, that that's what they're saying. And I, I totally agree mm-hmm. that when you're traumatized, it leads you to act in ways that you're not fully cognizant that you're acting in those ways. I, yeah. I understand that. And I think that there's a real power to it. I just, you know, I just, I feel like it was a missed opportunity to do something really new by yeah. instead well, leaning on done... what was really comfortable. Well, and they could have done something with Agatha instead of having her be there to be the big bad. She could have been trying to break through Wanda's spell to actually help Wanda, which would be consistent with Agatha in the comics. Right, um, or it could be it could be a, Vision, right? Mentor. But it could be Vision as well. That, yeah, I mean, that she's created this vision that becomes increasingly sort of self-conscious in his own yeah. way. Like it could have been it could have been that dynamic. That she, there, I'm just saying there are other ways they could have done it that I think would have made for a more powerful yeah. So I w- do you want to say something nice about it since I've only complained so far? Sure. I thought one of the things that worked really well and kind of a, on a meta level was the episodic nature of it. That we were watching mm-hmm. sitcom episodes, that they were releasing yeah. them once a week, that you couldn't binge them. That there was yeah. this kind of the viewer experience was very much kind of encoded in not only what we were watching, but the way in which we were consuming it. Well, yeah, you made the point earlier about kind of, of appointment TV. Um, and WandaVision, I think, very much became kind of appointment television in a way that we haven't had for a long, long time. Absolutely. Um, I, I saw you that, complain that, about that, spoilers on the Twitter quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, I literally, When's you the know, last time you for, the, for the finale, stuff? I managed to not have any spoilers. And that was the first episode in a while that I did not have spoilers going into the finale. Nice. Um, so, but yeah, no, it was, I mean, it, it, in, in, it was, I, again, I think it's one of the feats of the show, too, is that they managed to recreate appointment television in the age of binge-watching. Um, yeah. That, that, that they've actually managed to pull that off in a way that, that, even something like, I don't think even The Mandalorian, for all its success, um, has quite pulled off. There was something about WandaVision that had everyone watching it, you know, watching it almost I, immediately or as soon as they could after it dropped. I totally agree. And it's either that the the Mandalorian was just a little bit boring and not as good, or I wonder if it was really that they the way that they structured the show and what the show, the way it was grounded in sitcoms kind of mm-hmm. reinforced that kind of behavior. Yeah, I, th- I, I think in, I, I'm not sure what they did. I think that's part of it. But it's just it goes to general that I think the writing on WandaVision was just top notch. Like they, the people that put this show together, put it together yeah. so smartly. To um, me, except for Agatha, I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Well, I, again, I, 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 again, the the Agatha in the finale. I, I, I agree with you that there there is kind of something fairly perfunctory about her um, as the big bad. I was kind of hoping they were going to go a different direction with her. Um, yeah. Even even watching the. Um, when I started watching the finale and they did the previously, the previously on, um, and they made sure to show the scene where, where Wanda or where Agatha refers to the runes. I'm like, Oh, so that's how Wanda's going to defeat her. I'm like, clearly that's coming yeah. back. Um, yeah. so that, that, so, and maybe that's why I wasn't as disappointed with Agatha because I kind of knew from the beginning how she was going to be defeated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I guess, but just that makes it almost there, worse. There's an element you know? of that. 
Right, that it was just... Well, but it allowed it, yeah. me to focus on, on other things, I think. Like, I wasn't really invested much in... You didn't have to think about The big Wanda-Agatha battle, which which the probably of the finale was the battle. weakest element. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, the Vision versus I mean, Vision nothing, battle... I didn't have anything wrong with it, but it wasn't... For me, it wasn't the meat of the episode, so... Yeah. So, I have a question for you. I was talking with Ed earlier today, and he thought one of the problems with the show was that they had kind of teased a big guest star... They'd created this sense that like Magneto or Doctor Strange, and he thought maybe yes. expectations were set too high. How do you feel about that as a critique? Well, two things. One is because um, that was Paul Bettany that did that. Um, right. He gave Absolutely. It, he, he's, and so I saw an interview with him. He did an interview on Good Morning America. The either it was the morning of the show or the day before. Um, and they asked him about that, and he kind of said he's like, "Yeah, I'm kind of regret that." Because I yeah. thought I was just making a tiny little joke, and then he saw how everyone ran with it. Yeah. And he was it like, was... hey, everything other people came up with was much better than what the reality ended up being. <laughs> um, but also he's like, oh, God, people started actually like speculating it was going to be this huge thing, and there was no way for them not to be disappointed. So yeah. I lo- I, when, when it became clear that he was referring to himself as White Vision, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was um, funny too. Totally agree. And I don't really, I don't know how much I blame the show for that, as I blame kind of of the fans, because I think a lot of yep. of you know a lot of the people that are disappointed about the finale are disappointed about things that didn't materialize that yeah. the show never actually promised. Like, well, that, that's all we true. know about this show, all we know about the, you know, th- yes, this show is supposed to tie into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And that turned into, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in it. Or right. the reference to the aerospace engineer. And it was like, oh, that's how they're introducing the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, right. Or even I remember when the, um, the, the sword scientist, the beekeeper guy, in yeah. the uh, fourth episode, when someone, I think when, the, when um, What's-His-Face refers to him as Agent Franklin, I think I saw an article, they're like, oh, his name's Franklin. Maybe he's Franklin Richards. And I'm like, yeah. his last name is Franklin. Not his first name. Like, I think the the speculation got way out of control. And and I think, you know, well, uh, you with know, the exception but, of one thing, I think most people are upset because their personal theories didn't come true. Yeah, the but there's a... There's a enemies in this one. But there's a danger to that, too. That, you know, Marvel has so hypercharged its fan base that... Mm-hmm. It's this weird feedback loop where they're more and more likely to disappoint people, especially yes. going back to my first point on Disney Plus, where they're never going to do the big twist, where they're never going to do the big reveal. That's always going to be on the big screen. And that's a good, yeah, so, I mean, that's a good question. Yeah, a, a, a good point. Especially is, because, especially because this is episodic, and so you're watching it, and so people are having like week after week after week to to scheme and mm-hmm. think and imagine. And guess, and it becomes this like self-defeating echo chamber. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. to ask if this had been so. You were saying that, especially if this had been like you know traditional where it just drops it all at once and you can binge it. There's no reason for anyone to sort of have these theories because they can just watch it all in one sitting. Yeah, you don't have time yeah, you, because yeah, you you're would, like you wouldn't have had time to develop the theories. Do you think because of that they'll stop doing this kind of episodic stuff? Oh God, no. Oh, Not giving the ratings they're getting right now, but I wonder if it's going to yeah. destroy peak superhero. You realize you say that every time we do a show on superheroes? 
and I still you do realize right. I'm eventually going to be right. Like eventually, I'm going to be on the money with that one. But yes, I guess but I, being on the I money am, the 30th time you've mentioned it is less I am, impressive. I am somewhat aware <laughs> that I have made this claim since at least Suicide Squad. I can't remember. It's been to a be while. Fair, like you make Suicide Squad was a good plan. Like that. It's been was, a long time. That could have happened. Well, Suicide Squad. Yeah, it should have. If, if we're honest, I should have been right on that one. The, the, there's a weird alternate timeline that took us away from that reality. <sighs> so, Patrick, how happy were you to see Monica get her powers? I was on the one. I, I was kind of hoping for more, but in the end, I'm satisfied with it. Um, I'm yeah. just happy to see Monica Rambeau. Um, yeah, I mean that that's that's one of the reasons why the the um, the fourth episode is my favorite because that's the is what uh, because that's when she debuted. Um, yeah, as someone who kind of you know Monica debuted in comics up right around the time that I started getting into comics semi regularly. Um, you know, I've always had kind of a a, a soft spot for her. So you see yourself in, in Monica? No, she just she just coincides with kind of of um, the era in which I I sort of started getting into comics, and so I, I kind of gravitated towards her. And I and and I, uh, I'm 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 very very happy with what they they did with her. Uh, yeah, here's the I'm thing. I'm curious to see where they go with her next. Yeah, me too. Um, and I'm not quite sure what her powers are at the end of this. And I'm not quite sure how she was yeah. too slow to beat Quicksilver initially, but then just pinned him to the floor. Magic. Yeah, well, I, I, I think was... she just caught him by surprise. I think that was... Yeah, but She caught him by surprise, really... flipped him, and, pin... well, and pinned him, but... Um, but then couldn't he just you know... quickly be unpinned? It would th- you would think so, right? But Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's classic mind control. He's not actually Quicksilver. He's some dude that Agatha has hexed. Oh, no. Oh, oh, here we so obviously oh, that no. implies Let's, some no. kind of um, oh. reduction in his ability. I mean, that's just Oh, obvious. yes. Your old theory, yes. Nothing you've said I, you is know, obvious. Oh, I'm I sorry. Have I... we hit peak superhero yet, Alan? Speaking of old theories. <laughs> I don't, so, you know what? I don't know if he's wrong. We might I'm be sorry. crashing have we right hit, now. I'm sorry. Have we hit peak superhero yet, Alan? Uh, do you hear what Rich just said? He doesn't think I'm wrong. Which I don't know why you're happy about. Do you hear yourself? You're bat- You're taking Rich as evidence for your position. Yeah, even I know but, it's a bad idea. Yeah, I feel like I've lost. So, the Didn't we used to have was... the Rich rule? Was that if Rich was on your side, you lost? No, because the whole point was that I we... could agree with somebody, and then you took that power away from me. Mm-hmm. So that, the whole thing well, got Patrick, Patrick took the power away from you because he lost once, and he, he had a big county fit for about two None. weeks, and then we had to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, have we hit peak superhero yet? We are past peak superhero, but nobody cares to hear it. Someday I will be. I oh will no! Be... I hear it pretty much every episode. You know, my Someday big disappointment you'll was yes, you keep you... talking about you know, like talking about... things that were not promised that I wanted. When Quicksilver <laughs> showed up, I was like, "Wow." And then to take have that taken away, that one hurt a little bit. I'm not going to lie. That, yeah, that's that's the one part of the finale that I can kind of understand people being upset about. Um, yeah, that that basically it, it turned in again. That that's I, I sort of equi- uh, uh, equate it with um, 
the Mandarin reveal in Iron Man 3, because that's where Marvel was really kind of... If you want to see Marvel as trolling its audience by, like, laying out yeah. the breadcrumbs for them to speculate on something, the, yes. the Quicksilver uh, uh, breadcrumb is, is... I can understand why people are not happy with how that ended. Um, it just because that is that is a spot where Marvel kind of made it made it seem like oh hey it's it's the Fox X Men Quicksilver um, and, and then the finale kind of like, put the kibosh on that. It made it seem like the show mattered, mm-hmm. and then when you pull it back, it feels like okay, WandaVision's just television. Like I, I feel like that's how Disney yeah. thinks about it. There's like the cinematic universe, and then there's just television. Yeah. Well, but there's also different levels of television because as people, I, one of the articles I saw pointed out, the Darkhold has already appeared in Agents of Shield and Runaways, and it's entirely inconsistent with how it appears in WandaVision. And so basically, yeah. WandaVision just kind of did away with Agents of Shield and Runaways, unless they're creating a multiverse. Correct. That's that's one of the theories. Is that like that I read was like, well, you maybe maybe Agents of Shield and Runaways are different multiverses. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. What well, we learned <laughs> is speculating uh, is for fools. So. Yes, yes. Well, so we shall oh, speculation can so. be fun. Speculating and then getting mad when your speculations don't become true. Because there's yeah. people that are angry that the Grim Reaper didn't show up after the animated opening of, of episode two had his helmet under the floorboards. Like, there's, they promised yeah. us Grim Reaper. Like, I promised yeah. you did nothing. They right. But the Quicksilver well, one, I do agree, that they did kind of promise something and then kind of pull the rug out from under us. So I can understand kind of... of people being upset with it. Though I do look forward to, you know, if they ever do do the multiverse and they bring in, like, the Fox X-Men, Monica running into Fox X-Men Quicksilver and just going, Ralph? Yeah. Mr. Boner? Yeah, exactly. Yep. The, so, and the fact that they basically made it a boner joke, I was like, okay, that's maybe being a little bit rude to the fans. <laughs> that not only well, did you... You know, Actually, make us think this was yeah. going to happen, but now you turn it into a boner joke. And you're making fun of us for, you know, feeling yeah. a certain way <laughs> about having Quicksilver on the screen. They're pointing and yeah. laughing at you. Yeah, so yes, I do. I can understand people feeling a little bit, a little bit betrayed by that one. Yeah. You know, the other thing that betrayed me a little bit was Hayward, who I thought was just the flattest, most typical government heavy you could write. In the end, yeah, he does become that way. I thought there was more to him after the flashback episode when uh, when I, he's talking to Wanda and he says something to Wanda about, you know, not everyone has the ability to bring their loved one back to life. And I'm like, yeah. Wanda doesn't even know she has that ability. So how does Hayward know she has that ability? Because no, so I thought yeah, there was something it, more to him. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, he just ends up being like, oh, okay, so he's just government douchebag, number three. So, yes, like, well, all right. 302. Yeah, I was like, all right. So, yeah, I mean, Hayward, Hayward. I'm glad they didn't do more with him to make it seem like he was bigger than he was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and, and you know, the fact that he just basically shoots Monica, who he was kind of friends with yeah. um, when she first appeared, I was like, okay, yeah, he, he was um, a little bit undercooked. Right, um, when he's trying to shoot kids, too, so. Yeah, well, that's how you show that someone's evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, yes. Is, is they, yeah. they try to shoot kids. So, yeah, he, I mean, and, he was... Very, very sort of flat. Um, yeah. Again. As, as, yeah. My, my argument is, had they brought WandaVision as originally written to even more mashed up and let us go through it 
and we had excised the big bad Agatha and kept her more Agnesy mm. and gotten rid of Hayward, it would have been a spectacular series. They just missed yeah, a consulting. Yeah, but if you get rid of Hayward, then we wouldn't get we wouldn't get Monica, we wouldn't get we wouldn't get Jimmy, and we wouldn't get Darcy. Well, that's not true. You and I would figure out how to do it in a more organic way. It, it would have been brilliant. Oh, okay, okay. So that's I know true. we're starting to run out of time, but I have one more issue Are that we I can't out tell. Of time? What I, I okay, we barely like scratched the surface. A, we're, well, we're almost an hour in. Oh my god, I cannot believe this has been an hour. I that can. flew by. Yeah. So, oh dear, Rich. Oh, Rich can. I did so, hear Rich. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about the ending with you, in okay. which. The Scarlet Witch just walks away from all that she's done. Uh-huh. Because I'm kind of <laughs> wrestling with it. Like, yeah, Monica, yeah. number one, just reassures her that the people of Westview it would kind of be okay with it because they'll never know what Wanda has sacrificed. Yeah, no, the people of Westview in no way should be okay with what Wanda did, regardless right, right. of what she sacrificed. Like, the people it, of Westview it, look really pissed, and they are legitimately pissed. Because Wanda has given up her make-believe family. Mm-hmm. And that somehow counterbalances the way that she's hijacked all of their lives and literally their bodies, yeah. left their kids yeah. in bedrooms, you know, day after day, week after week. Potentially month starving after month. based on that one commercial we saw in the episode. Right. It's just that Wanda thinks she can just walk away is stunning to me. That Well, I think Monica it speaks to the ways of, in which that, that... – I'm sorry, that that Monica condones it. And then Wanda, before she leaves, traps Agatha back in Agnes. Mm -hmm. This is like, it's a really tough ending. And I can't decide, are they trying to set up a more complicated character than we're used to in a movie like this? Or are they literally just going to glance past all that she's done? Like, no matter what Agatha has done to her, Wanda's punishment of Agatha is pretty extreme. Well, and and Agatha even says that that you're, you're yeah. that she's being cruel, and there is kind of a a cruelty, and there's a cruelty in in what she did to to Westview. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's not. I mean, again, it, it it's kind of the interesting thing is is, um, Agatha says something early on in the finale about you know how heroes don't torture people, um, right. And I think at the end of the series, if you think back to that question, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure Wanda is, I mean, Wanda is not a hero. Um, she's in some but, best kind of gray area. But that's really interesting, a, right? A, a presence. It I, could be. I'm really... concerned that we're going to go down the whole dark Wanda, dark Phoenix, women with power, can't be controlled kind of storyline. Right. Um, that, that, that can be a little bit cliche. But yeah, no, you're. I, no, think, I, I mean, again, I, I, th- I think the way the ending works, uh, or not where I think the way it's intended to work is it's kind of supposed to work like Wanda after the House of M series in the comics, where in that she gets rid of all the mutants and basically, despite being a mutant herself, she's basically a pariah amongst yeah. um, mutant kind. And I think they're trying to parallel that. Within well, within kind of the, I mean, they didn't do House of M, they did House of W, but I think they tried right. to basically deal with that as like, yeah, the people of Westview are never going to forgive Wanda for what she did. And well, there's nothing and, really compelling them to do so. 
and her, her fellow Avengers shouldn't either. I just to me, it's either launching Wanda on a really interesting arc that doesn't have to be Dark Phoenix power corrupts women, but can be a person yeah. wrestling with it. But when you go to the post credit scene and she's just reading the book in her cabin, mm-hmm. you don't get a sense of remorse. You don't get a sense of her wrestling with what yeah. she did. And so I'm just I'm I have very mixed feelings about what I see as the yeah. potential in it, but is also the danger that seems to be um, clear. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's, it's it is. I mean you know, I mean I do give the creators credit because I don't think there's any way they could have written the ending differently and not have kind of these questions at the end because there's no way Westview right. just gets over what she did. Right. Um, at any point, like you can say, what is it? The the mailman guy. Just the moment he gets released, like I'm surprised he didn't try to yep. kill her. Uh, well, like just the look on his face, I'm like that dude's that dude looks stabby. Right, uh, but Matt, you know, Monica could bring her into justice. She could, but again, I think the point is, I mean, I don't, Sword has no ability. No one except maybe Doctor Strange has any ability to contain Wanda at this point. So the best you can do, right. I think is hope that she goes off and and is a more benign um, you don't, presence. But you're, you you're, you're, you you're think, asking a lot there. Yeah, like it, it seems to me like the moral choice for Monica is to try to rein in, you know, or to bring to justice somebody who has perpetrated these kinds of things. But I don't know. Well, it's, but Monica's I, also, it, con- I mean, Monica's complicated by the way she's like, she identifies with Wanda's situation regarding her mom. That, that right. she... I think I think you know Monica's the only person that went through um, what Wanda did to Westview and is able to understand it. I uh, guess so, but that but then or then, at least that, that, that's the way she's written. Uh, right, but that's the same argument you could make for Hayward. Then he also had an obviously some unnamed traumatic blip induced experience, and so Monica mm-hmm. ought to understand his behavior in this situation. Well, except that, that, you know, I mean, the way they paint it is, is that, you know, what Monica and Wanda share is they both lost the person they loved the most. But perhaps and, Hayward know. did too. Uh, no, Hayward just is, is grumpy. Exactly. So, and that's what we have no. to do is, is we have to kind of brush it away. And that, that's where it's a little bit rough for me. There's like, like mm. it needs a little more, a little more polish, I think. Yeah, well, I think you know, I think they could have used a longer episode for the finale, even though it was the longest episode of the series. I think they they had a little bit too much to try to do um, in okay. the finale, and and and, and yeah. not as much room to to do it as as um, they could have had. Or yeah, and, and and that's where they're trope trapped because they've got to have the vision battle the vision, and they've got to have the, yes. the Agatha. Wanda showed well, yeah. and that eats up well, so again, much kind of the time. Same question of of where did White Vision go? Like he just takes off at the end, you know, at the end of the battle, and, and we don't even get like a post credit scene. Of, that like, really where rubs- is White Vision? I'm like, okay, so that's a and that and again it raises the question: Is White Vision going to show up in a movie, or are we see, not going to see him again yeah. to until whatever the sequel to WandaVision is? See, to me, I I hate moments like that in a film. And it reminds me of when I was watching the second Star Wars movie, whichever one that one's called. This isn't a film, though. It's a TV, it's a television series. Yeah, but it's well, shot but like same a movie. Thing. Yeah, thank you, Rich. 
You're welcome. When they yeah. when they the guy who when they seen it. Oh. when they freeze up Han Solo and Carbonite, and then it just end the mm-hmm. movie with him frozen in Carbonite. I was like, as a kid, I was like, that's a bogus ending right there. Like that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's like ending. they're they're clearly just hooking me and making me come back to a third film to watch it. Yeah. yeah, that's what they did with White Vision, right? They had him fly off just so that we'd get to see him somewhere. I, I you know, like I, I did not care for that as a, as a last, you know, our like last moment answers. with the White Vision. Oh, you wanted to yeah. find out. Well, I was it. expecting that to be one of the post-credit scenes. Would be something to give us, yeah. give us where is White Vision? Uh, is White so now is White Vision a white supremacist? Hmm. No. Okay, I was, I just I ask him. I knew you were going to make that joke. Like that was so obvious. It's not a joke. Uh, it's just an it's an observation. Yeah, no, he's not. He's we don't know what he is. Uh, so he could be. Well, we know he's not a boat that's been disassembled and put back together. He's not the ship of Theseus. No. Yes. Well, you could see that conversation coming from a long way out too. I was actually surprised because I thought the whole point of that conversation was oh. He's going to convince White Vision that he's the actual Vision, and his directive is to destroy the Vision, so he's going to destroy right. himself. Like, yeah. that's where I thought yeah. that was going. So, no, that's a fair whole, like, guess. oh, no, he's now, he's now, you know, he is the Vision, but, but you know, is free of his control, uh, of Hayward's control. It, again, I mean, it is kind of interesting in the fact that you, you now have, between both Scarlet Witch and Vision, you have two very powerful loose cannons. Um, yeah, kind of running around the MCU with with no um, kind of control. And I, that reminds me of another thing. Another thing that I liked about the series, and particularly issue eight, but or issue yeah. eight, episode eight, but the series as yeah. a whole is that I thought it really benefited from the way in which the MCU has grown um, in terms of continuity. Uh, that it okay. made really, particularly the way you look at the the flashback episode, and the scene where where Wanda's at the Avengers compound talking to Vision, and and basically is, but for Vision sort of of conversation with her is about to to completely spiral spiral under. Um, right. And you just look at that as like yeah, again, it's kind of like yeah, the Avengers kind of really failed her. Um, right. In a lot of ways. They seem to have left her alone after her brother was killed in Age of Ultron. She seems well, to have Well, we know Hawkeye did, alone. right? Yeah. yeah we know Hawkeye out, just let, hung him out there to dry. Well, literally never to die. Apologized. Yeah, yeah never. never apologized. No, what he did, Rich, as you'll recall, is he said, boy, this was a hard day's work, as he and sighed and sat cool down on a comfortable couch. Yeah. Okay, first off, it was a bench on a, on a refugee vehicle. It was not a comfortable Pretty- couch. It was pretty comfortable. He looked very comfortable as he lounged over Quicksilver's corpse. Yeah. See, that's the, the point to make is that he's dead, lounging over Quicksilver's corpse as he says that. Not that he's on a, count, a comfy Barco lounger. Well, I've made both points, haven't I? So I feel like I've won twice. So I yeah. guess you could say that Wanda's Wanda's problems are all – they all boil down to Hawkeye. I don't know. Again. I'm not sure well, it's getting older. You're you're blaming Hawkeye or your peak superhero comment. Well, that was a long time for you to get a response, so I'm going to guess the blaming Hawkeye still draws a little blood. <laughs> no, it it, I'm just I'm just it's yeah. just exactly yeah, yeah. yes that yep that long pouty silence that podcast listeners are used to. <laughs> 
here's another one. <laughs> here's a drink break. I hope you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> so much. Oh, I, I think we just anybody hit else peak. laugh, I might as well make myself laugh. Yeah, we just hit peak podcast right there. Oh, we hit that a long time ago. We are so <laughs> running on fumes at this point, it's not even funny. Oh, it's true. It is true. So somebody's going to have to get me access to the Snyder Cut if we're going to do that next. Well, and then we've also got the start. Are you excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is the next MCU Disney Plus offering? I'm not as excited as I was for WandaVision, um, but I'm I'm mildly excited. How about you? I'm, I'm, I'm expecting it to be fun. I mean, I, th- I think it's going to be – it's probably going to be even more sort of standard superhero um, – I'm not going to say trope trapped, but um, oh, it's a good one. Like that, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I I think ninety percent of that. I'll be shocked if ninety percent of that series' success is not Mackie and Sebastian Stan's banter back and forth. Like that seems it's like got it. It's got to be like midnight run, per- right? Yeah. Well, it's like I remember when in Winter Soldier when there's the scene of them in like the the VW bug and and yep. Bucky's in the yep. back and he's like, can you move the seat up? And Falcon's like, no. And I'm like, I would pay to watch a Falcon and Winter Soldier movie like right a road now. Trip it's, a, country it's, somewhere. It's, a, it's a buddy picture. It's a buddy picture road trip. It's, I'm telling you, if they do this as Midnight Run, it will be the greatest superhero thing ever made. Well, I don't know if it'll be Midnight Run, but Where's it'll, be, Run? it'll yeah. be, it's basically just going to be them not actually liking each other, but having to work together. Well, um, that is kind of Midnight Run if you think about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a perfectly Wait, well, fun adventure show. I don't expect it to. Ha- I'm not really expecting it to have the depth of of WandaVision. Uh, I feel like you've never seen Midnight Run. I have not seen Midnight Run. That is correct. I could tell <laughs> you were answering in a way that was pretending like you knew what the movie was about, but you didn't. I mean, I'm vaguely hey, Rich, familiar I'm with assume- it. It's it's about two Rich guys I's- that are on the run at midnight. No, um, Rich. I'm Isn't assuming you've them, not like, seen it either, right? I don't know. One of them's a criminal, about. and the other one's the guy that's supposed to like bring him to something. Is that the premise? There's a there's a, a bounty hunter, yes, and a criminal. yeah bounty hunter. That's the word I was looking for. I'm a bounty yeah, it, hunter. It's 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 strange <laughs> that it took you so long to find that word if you think about it. Well, I couldn't remember. If, I couldn't remember if he was a, a federal marshal was the word that came to mind, or or what? Yeah. Well, had you seen the movie, it would help probably. Probably. Oh, yeah. It would probably help a lot with my understanding of, of the movie. But it seems like if we're on Midnight Run, maybe we're to the end of the show. I don't think we are. I've still got lost. We didn't really talk about Monica enough. I want to talk about Monica more. That does not surprise me. No. I'm just kidding. Oh, but didn't, you had a question about her powers, didn't you? Well, yeah, but we don't have to answer it today unless you really want to. Sure we do. What was your oh, question boy. about her powers? I don't really understand them. Well, I mean, that's because they're not really defined yet in the series. But, in the, I mean, in the comic exactly. book, she basically can transform into any kind of light. Well, that was a smashing ending, Patrick. I'm glad that so, we hung around know, I mean, she can, So, no, I mean, she can great. become different forms. She, basically, you know, she travels at the speed of light. She can become, so she like, could, X-rays. She could become gamma rays. So, um, she could, could she be a disco ball? Uh, she could, um, if she wore a reflective costume, I think she probably could. It's a kind of light, so I would expect she could. Could she be a strobe well, light? A flashlight? Oh, yeah, she could totally be a strobe. She could totally be, could any be ki- a- I said, any kind of light. Solar so she light. Could be like, 
the light of your life? Light bright. The light bright. Oh. Boy, she's a light bright power. That's Ooh, pretty lame. That would be a great that should be her code name. She should be light bright, because she can't be Captain Marvel, so she should be light bright. I like it. Won't she just be Photon? Uh Photon or Spectrum. I think one of the two. Um, yeah. I think her mom's call sign was Photon in Captain Marvel, so it's possible. Yeah. Um, I kind of like Spectrum better, but it's going to be, it'll be one of those two. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like, I feel like we had stuck the landing and now we're just, we're, we're just drifting. Nah, we're talking about Monica. Drifting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good show, right? I thought that was a pretty good show. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, that's an hour, almost an hour and ten minutes of of us talking about WandaVision. Let's see, did I get? Yeah. Did I mention stuff? Oh, I did have something I wanted to ask you about. Oh, what? Ask quickly because we're running out of time. Is kind of of how does WandaVision stack up in comparison to the rest of of kind of the MCU? Um, which is hard to do, obviously, because they're all like films. But if we think of them yeah. all as if we think of WandaVision in comparison to the franchises, so you've got Iron Man with yep. its three movies, yep. Thor with its three movies, Cap with its three, Avengers with four, Guardians with two, and Ant-Man with two, where yep. does sort of WandaVision, with its sort of six hours of, of, of show, what where would you sort of place it among sort of the other sort of, of multi-installment yeah. MCU series? I would say at the start, and maybe even all the way up through her flashback, I would have considered it some of the better Marvel material that I've seen. But mm-hmm. the conclusion really weighs it down. The the Agatha, the Hayward, um, the consequences or lack thereof. I, I feel like at the end it kind of got trap-troped in a way that would put it middle of the pack, you mean, maybe? You mean, you mean trope-trapped? You're going to use your phrase, use your phrase correctly. Thank you. Trope trap. Trope trap. It got T squared. And um, so for me, it'd be somewhere in the middle. I'd have to like look at a listing. But I, I would say middling. I literally, we're, 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 I, I literally just listed them off for you. Well, yeah, but I, I'd have to put them in a list, you know? Like I, I haven't put the list together. Like it's better than the Iron Man 2. It's better than the first couple of Thors. No, I mean – I mean, no, but think of think of the three Iron Man movies oh, as oh. like the Iron Man Disney Plus show, and oh, think that's of a Thor tough one. as like yeah, because okay. that's about six hours of stuff. Well, it's about Cap Thor is about then. Six hours. I would say really? it's about that Thor. Well, but mm. Thor was when Thor was good, it was really good, and when Thor was bad, I didn't care for it. That's how I would describe WandaVision. Probably top oh, see, to I, bottom. I, see, I, Captain I America would I be the leave. Captain America would be the best. Of those, yeah, probably, I mean, Guardians yeah, Cap and is Avengers. totally Cap and Avengers would be your top. Yeah, but even Avengers has Ultron, so it's it's got a you know a hiccup. Right, in there. but One Division actually makes Ultron a much better movie. Well, it then shows so the importance it's... of Age of Ultron. Oh boy! So for me, so... One Division is still for me. One Division would still be near the top. I don't. I so, don't think the problems with the finale take away all all that significantly from the series as a whole. Well, but see, like. To me, you know, when I think about them as package deals, I feel like they all have the same problem, except except for Captain America, which I think doesn't have. Yeah, a Captain America is probably the best of the of the best of uh, and most consistent of the of the. But like Avengers has Ultron, 
Thor has his first two movies, so I guess he's at the bottom because um, he's got more bad than good. Iron Man yeah. has two, but like three is so good. It makes up for some of two, which makes it and better one, than four. And one is really good. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, Guardians to me would be actually lower because I thought the second one was such a repeat of the first that I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I, to me, it's it's kind of in the middle there. Yeah. Yeah, see, mine, I, I, I still, for me, WandaVision, you know, I, I would still put it up there. Probably at least in front comparable of... to Avengers, if not sort of between Avengers and Cap. Oh, really? So you would put it, a, so oh, you, would, yeah. you might put it above Iron Man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, to me. Yeah, well, because Iron Man 2 me... for me is, is such a problem. And I, and I I would say for any for, yeah. for for any of its problems in WandaVision, any of WandaVision's problems, yeah. do not rise to the problems of Iron Man two. That's probably true. Or, but the finale is Thor is, is Iron Man two esque to me. But yeah, that's see, why I, this I, podcast I, I, is I great. Don't we don't agree on everything. Yes, we do. However, that agree that we are post peak superhero. Uh, I don't know. WandaVision kind of made me think we're at another peak. Well, we'll Just see. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, I mean, again, the Snyder Cut is probably going to at least put the, the DC universe, DC, yeah. DC universe, uh, well, they've never really peaked. I guess Wonder Woman was their peak. So they are, they are definitely supposed yeah. peak. So, so now um, you've put me on the spot, but, so I can't say that next week, even though it will definitely be true when we, t- well, whenever we talk about the Snyder Cut. When we watch it live together. You can't say yes. what next week. I can't say that this is going to kill superheroes, that we are now post-peak. Because I mean, you you're going to be like, well, you say that every week. Yeah, well, because you – not every week, just every time we talk about a new superhero thing. All right, and then every I'm going to do, I'm gonna do right. a pouty 10-second just pause. <laughs>